You are listening to Bear in Mind, the University of Northern Colorado's official podcast. Join us each episode as we listen to the voices from UNC faculty, staff, students, and alumni as they offer insights of local or national importance. This is your host, Dan and Cox, bringing you just a taste of UNC. I'm Haley Blackburn, and I am a student success coach in the Student Success Resource Center in the College of Humanities and Social Sciences. Why did you want to get into coaching student success? Yeah, so uh, one thing that's really important to point out is the distinction between coaching and academic advising. Um, And so in HSS, we have the coaching model. Myself and Rebecca Young, uh, another coach here in the office, we really look at students in a very holistic way. Um, while advisors also do that, there's more emphasis on specific like academics, course selection, giving out pins. Uh, and here in the center with our coaching model, we are a lot more focused on hey, what are some of the root causes with the grade that you just got on that exam? Or how is your time management? And how did you set up your schedule? Are you interested in clubs, organizations? So I was ultimately interested in applying for this coaching position because of that sort of flexibility and a little more nuance and interaction that comes with the coaching model, um, not having to spend the entire session really focused on, okay, here's the classes you need next semester. That is an incredibly important part for the student experience, but we, in HSS, we send them back to their faculty because the faculty are the experts in those classes that they need, uh, and I get to focus more on other what I think are really fun conversations about, you know, setting up ABC productivity time or just talking about even their roommate and how that's going or impacting class and just broader conversation. Yeah, like their lifestyles and things that come come off campus. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely um, like to talk about events around campus as well as events in Greeley and even Denver, Uh, just making sure students are aware of all that the college experience has to offer inside and outside of class, which, yeah, I've always been just really into and sort of inspired by. Like when I was a student, I quickly recognized that class is awesome. I was one of those nerds that loved class, even if it was my elective classes, I was really into it. Um, But what I really appreciated the most was what I got to learn sort of just being around campus and learning about myself and getting to sit in on, you know, meetings or internships and all the other pieces of college besides taking this class and getting the major. So from your own experience, it sounds like, did you have a coach first off? I did not. Yeah. Great question. So I went to uh, Colorado State University, which had a great experience. It's just a lot bigger, right? And so um, I didn't have the opportunity for some of that more personalized attention or the coaching experience that we get to offer here at UNC, um, which definitely, I think, shaped my experience a bit. I've always been a really proactive, sort of high-achieving student, um, but I do wonder sort of if I could have figured out 
some of these things that ultimately took me into graduate school to understand just about myself and productivity and just the type of student that I am. Maybe I could have figured that out as a sophomore if I had had that coaching support. So that's what I try to bring to the students I meet with anyway, because I think that would have been helpful. Yeah. So then what did draw you to a position like this? Yeah. Uh, So, and I definitely told this story during my interview, but it's like for real, for real. Um, So at CSU as a grad student, I taught and was a TA for our JTC 300 course, which is all about like resumes and memos and business communication. And one of the assignments I created for my students uh, was to build their dream position. So one, they're practicing writing position descriptions. And then we used what they wrote to compare it to their resume to show them how prepared they were for their dream job. And so I did it with the students as well. And the dream job that I created, I identified how I wanted to be, I called it a growth leader for a a company or organization. And some of the key things were, you know, recognizing Uh, where growth opportunities and potential were, um, strategizing to help, you know, and and, like implement some of these uh, growth opportunities. And it's really focused on event planning and sort of building relationships with people. And so those were all the skills that I knew I wanted, plus like a flexible schedule and an environment that was really inclusive and open. And when I came across the position um, for the success coach over the summer, oh my gosh, this is the exact position that I wrote myself. You know, I see the terminology is different, but at the core, I think, yes, my job could be helping individuals mm-hmm. find where they can grow and benefit and plan events and what's more inclusive and awesome than a college campus. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, I just always wanted to contribute in that way. Yeah. And it sounds like you're really personable with the students that come in. What have some of the patterns been of, of being a coach that you've seen among UNC students? Ooh, pattern. So hmm. one, one pattern that I've noticed, and this is um, kind of, I think, be indicative of just the amount of first-gen students we have at UNC. I do spend a lot of time just explaining um, some terminology as well as resources on campus. Um, and so a lot of students I notice don't realize like that tutorial services are free or they don't understand how helpful and awesome it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I notice a trend of students kind of coming in and feeling like if they go to tutoring, that it's a bad thing, that they can't get it. And so I've been trying really hard to reframe all all of our services, the writing center, tutoring, the math um, biochem lab, Mm -hmm. as this is a place where you can just slow down, review the material, because we all know lecture goes way, like so fast, way too fast. And that's usually a head nod from them as well. Like, oh yeah, it does go too fast. Like there's these resources that will slow it down just so you can review it. Um, So that's definitely one big trend. And then the other main thing that we talk about um, would be just figuring out what their best work time is. And so that's where I go through the ABC time. What is the ABC time? Uh-huh. I was just going to ask if you knew your ABC time. I definitely don't. <laughs> um, so ABC, productivity time, it's something I was introduced to as a grad student um, 
in a couple of different classes, um, but specifically when it came to like freelance work for journalists. Um, but the whole concept is A time is your intrinsic, like your most productive hour. So when I'm meeting with a student, I, I explain it as, okay, what two to four hours during the day do you know like you're doing everything better? If you're watching TV, you're really watching TV. If you're reading, like you're reading quickly, you understand it. If you're cooking food, it's the best meals you've ever cooked. So no matter what you're doing, like you're on point. Mm -hmm. So that's A time. And then we write down, okay, B time is sort of the baseline productive hours. And then C time. And this is really where I think students kind of, it flips a little switch for them. See time or the two to three hours in the day where it's like the no fly zone. Like it's just a struggle no matter what you're doing. After lunch, I'm in a carb coma. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Um, and so helping them recognize when we go through this, okay, see time, we're not going to schedule classes next semester. And often, uh, you know, a common see time would be in the mornings right after lunch, you mentioned, or in the evenings. And so I see a lot of students have attendance issues during their 9 a.m. and then talking with them, realizing, oh, that's because you're not a morning person. Mm -hmm. Give yourself some permission to not schedule this class during your C time. Let's focus more in the afternoon where you're more productive. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's really important. And usually they're like, what? I've never thought about this. Yeah, I actually just had that conversation recently about when am I most productive, but I mean, that's been well after my undergraduate <laughs> years, yeah. so I wish I would have known like an idea of let me schedule, you know, these times and these classes and, and at least focus my priorities a little better, um, shift them around. And going back to like your first gen, like um, you know, I, I'm a first gen and I remember having questions but not even knowing who to ask or what to ask so i go up to someone and kind of be like i need the uh paperwork <laughs> right. and then they, then they have to stare at me and i have to stare at them for a little bit and just kind of like know exactly and, and so to navigate all of the different options as well as like what you need to do on campus can be overwhelming so so they all come to you do they have to schedule? Is this just like a drop-in? Uh, both. So Becca and I, uh, we send out invitations through Bear Mail. Mm. And so that links to uh, our online sort of scheduling portal. Definitely a popular option. It shows our calendar and they can just pick. Um, usually we schedule like half an hour appointment slots. Uh, so that's one option we definitely encourage just to make sure that we're here and available. Uh, but students drop in all the time as well. And we've had a really, really great and are so appreciative of the faculty that will walk students even down um, or recommend them or send us an email so we can reach out to the students. Um, so yeah, it's kind of both. They'll come in or they'll make appointments. I actually, and this always surprises me, uh, I talk to students on the phone quite a bit, mm. uh, more than I thought that I would, actually. Um, whether it's, sometimes they'll call to reschedule or even to schedule an appointment. Um, but also, if a student, if we had one on the books and they don't show up, I'll give them a call and uh, often end up chatting with them for, you know, a few minutes and either rescheduling or just talking about the things we needed to talk about, um, which has been kind of interesting. Every time my phone rings, I'm like, huh, <laughs> whoa. For me? <laughs> I, I can't believe it.
definitely a few things that we've kicked around the office I think would be really helpful. Uh, increasing some of the events. So we were able to hold um, two sort of little events for HSS students. Um, one was the waffle welcome, which isn't technically just for HSS. I mean, even our services here, I should clarify. While we do outreach and directly serve HSS majors and minors, any student is always welcome to come in um, and talk with them. And sometimes we'll call over to a, whoever their advisor is. Um, as well as I've worked with some students in HSS classes, like the LACs, that just are having a hard time sort of figuring out what we need and look for to be successful in a humanities or social science class. So just need to make sure everyone knows that. Um, but yeah, so we had a waffle welcome event. That was really fun. We just gave everybody um, waffles. We had the women's basketball team helped us out with some of the waffle cooking um, and sort of pushed our new newly launched Twitter and Instagram handles, as well as reminded students about the drop deadline. So that was a really fun event. Love to do something like that more often. And then we had another workshop that Becca led really focused on helping students identify different learning strategies. And so going over, like, there are more options than just rereading your notebook and helping them understand like, there are ways we can learn and study in more visual patterns. And maybe we draw a comic book strip of the concepts and the philosophers that you learned in class, right? Or maybe we get a little bit more physical in our learning and walk around the room or go explore campus to find examples of what you talked about in class. And so that was an awesome event. Um, it only had a couple students in attendance. And so I hope that we can do that for the spring. I think it could be really, really impactful. Yeah. We could get a few more, few more bodies in the room. Yeah. Um, Where was it? It was just held upstairs um, okay. in Candelaria. 1100 is sort of our main room where I like to hold it. So yeah, we ought to figure out a little bit more of, I think, the marketing mix and just ways to get awareness and visibility out as well which on the instagram we just passed so i i did you know our monthly growth and we are up to 71 followers on instagram so very excited about that uh, and definitely that's one thing i like to do as a success coach is create more uh, multimedia ways of just sharing information and connecting with students. So I have some ideas for short video um, projects that we can post to like our YouTube and integrate more video into our social media mix. Um, we're thinking about we're um, creating like a canvas show, very much inspired by Nate and Rosa over in uh, MCB. Uh, and so I've been sort of picking their brains a little bit. We also, um, Becca and I are always looking for ways that we can collaborate and connect with more partners across campus. Uh, Cause ultimately, you know, this coaching based model being focused on the holistic student, we absolutely want to create programming or just be in conversation and have opportunities to connect with not just academic support, but, you know, all events all across campus. Um, and so that's one thing that is awesome that we'd like to keep building just more connections and like what what's going to make student life sort of more engaging or better and, and want them help students, you know, stick around and, and 
make the progress they want on their degrees. So yeah, that's definitely one thing. We want to collaborate a lot. We're very collaborative and chatty for sure. So sounds like you fit in with UNC then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> So the Student Success Resource Center is located on the garden level of Candelaria, so the big concrete brutalist building. Um, I like to describe it as we are, so we're in 0140 and it is the suite across from the non-mural staircase. So anyone looking for us, just bop down the non-mural staircase and we're right there. Um, we actually just finally got some signage, one of our amazing student workers. Um, made a really beautiful painted design kind of for us a little arrow because students all the time are coming in like i couldn't find you which was a problem we had to work through for sure um so yeah come visit us candelaria 0140 or you can send us an email at hss.studentsuccess at unco you can also follow us on instagram and twitter it's uh unco underscore success so unco success on both platforms.